Coming from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Randy Swain joining us here live again on the show, and he's back here with coaching uh, for Relevance. <laughs> Love it. And he's always an amazing person, an amazing soul with a bio, resume beyond belief. And what he's doing now is really to help those uh, really who are career-oriented reach that next level, reach that next goal in their life, uh, and even if it is a personal thing, right? Not just people wanting to increase their executive ship or, you know, better yep. in the workplace. It's to be a better person and be better, at, you know, with who you are. So. Randy, tell us a little bit about your program, what you offer, and then we'll get into today's conversation. Well, the big thing on it is um, uh, obviously Coaching for Relevance is the name of my company. I'm a Marshall Goldsmith Certified Executive Coach, and uh, my real focus is on, uh, as you said, bringing freedom to potential in other people. Uh, You know, it's not just calling attention that I did this or that, it's just that they they gained some insights and they improved themselves and they became something maybe they didn't they weren't before uh and they're finding a better result maybe like you said and implied in their business in their uh uh uh, team in the organization or in their family who knows Mm -hmm. you know kind of thing so it's really that aspect of uh are bringing freedom to potential and um uh, as 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 i think i shared with you before with the hollywood movie that's about to be completed on my life story and everything one of the things that i closed it up with is this idea that you know 20 years after i take my last breath i don't care if people don't remember my name but what i hope is that there are people that remember that you know golly you know 20 or 30 years ago there was this guy and there was this insight and I brought it to my life, and man, it's made a difference, you know. And that's uh, that—that's what I want. I want to just uh, make a difference in uh, up-and-coming leaders, in people that are uh, training other people or developing other people, and and all that, and bringing some concepts and insights in leading your teams that uh, very often people don't think about. Got it. Well, also, we're opening up the phone lines today if you want to call in with any questions, 631-307-4010, if you do want to give us a call. So uh, for today, what did you have in mind for us, Randy? Well, what I thought I'd uh, do is take just a few minutes and bring out one insight that sometimes can be misinterpreted or mis, uh, sort of understood, if you will, uh, in... Um, in a lot today. And what I'm going to do just to make it very simple is what I'm going to do is mention this concept that when you think of these two terms, they're not completely separate from each other, but there's some things to think about it. And 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 the two terms that I'm going to kind of uh, address are the concept of diversity and unity, you know, and, and you know, sometimes, you, you know, it's easy to kind of look at those two uh, uh, concepts as being completely separate and, you know, and argumentative with each other. Well, they're not. They're not. And when you think about it, uh, particularly when you're talking about leading teams in an unpredictable, changing, you know, environment in today's world, uh, one of the things that I kind of talk about when you talk about this aspect of diversity, never, not everybody on your team has exactly the same background. And, and, what you're going to find is that sometimes if you have somebody that has a little bit of a different history and background or a little bit of a different vision, you know what, they may have, it should be aligned with your organization, no two ways about it, but they they may have some insights 
when you're running into a tough spot or when you're running into some clients or some some collaborative people that are working with you, they may have some insights that even you as a leader don't, doesn't have or the rest of your team doesn't have. And they may have some solutions that you wouldn't have even thought about, possibly. And so it, it's interesting that when you're talking about this aspect of diversity, that can be a valuable thing uh, when you're talking about trying to really make your uh, team successful and business successful. Now, I will say this, that when you look at that with the concept of unity, are they being unified with where your team wants to go? You know, if somebody's taking that to be the total emphasis of their mindset and not where your team's trying to go, that can be an issue uh, that that is not what you want. But they may bring some value to the team that nobody on your team even saw before, possibly. Um, and because uh, they may have some of those insights. And uh, but are they doing it in a way that is really unified with where your team's trying to go? Are they, you know, bringing some insights? If they're trying to take control and saying that their picture of it is the only thing that's right, guess what? What you're saying is everybody else on your team is dead wrong. And that's not necessarily true. You know, you may have person A, B, and C on your team, and A has this sort of insight from their background or their vision and everything. B has this one, C has this one. And guess what? Are they all applying it in a way that unifies the team and makes the team successful and value with where it's going? And so there's a lot of aspects when you talk about that sort of aspect. There, it, you know, The concept of diversity and unity are not one and the same. If you're leading your team in such a way where your definition of unity is everybody does exactly the same thing, period, end of, you know, end of discussion you know kind of thing guess what in an unpredictable challenging environment that's not often successful because what you're doing is you're saying i'm the only one that's right or you know kind of this is the only thing that's right well guess what that may have to adapt a little bit as you're walking through your strategy and can you adapt sometimes the person that is not exactly the same as everybody else in your team may have an insight of how that adaption can be incredibly successful. And and as a leader, do you really bring that up in your team in a way where the different people bring together their sort of insights? And yeah, there's some degree perhaps where they're sort of diverse in some respects, but are they building it in such a way that brings a real unity to the team? And that's uh, that's why I say they're not. Sometimes they can be looked at as completely separate and conflicting, but they well, don't have to be. I've only heard about that with the Black Lives Matters. It's unity in diversity, and that was talked yeah. about a lot, and, and still goes on and on today. And that was the terminology. I remember there was an article about this uh, because obviously it's not just Black Matters uh, lives that matter. It's everyone matters, but it's diversity right. in unity or in unity and diversity. That's when I was like. What? Okay, I could see what you, it totally relates. You're right. Is that being yeah. inclusive? Is it exclusive? Is it both? So we could say white lives matter. We could say purple lives matter. But, you know, everyone has the right to say it. But, uh, yeah, the inclusivity and the, oh, gosh, it does get a little confusing here. So And, and it does. It, it's something that people, uh, you know, can be confused about it. It can be not totally understood. 
but you're right exactly that you know but here's what i would say is from a le- as a leader in your team are you leading it in such a way where people see the value points of it but also they can all even the people that are diverse from each other a little bit can they all see that line that you don't want to cross because it's going to you know destroy the team or make it unsatisfactory or whatever and so in in everything regardless of which side if you're talking about that or if you're talking about any other way of thinking about something uh that you're trying to accomplish um you know there's always that line where if you cross that line all of a sudden your team just collapses uh in its effort and you definitely don't want that. So do people have clarity on that? And as a leader, I would say, are you asking the right questions when you're communicating with your team that help people see the value? Because here's the thing, when you come up with a, a, a challenging point in your strategic plan, you may find that you know your team member A over here is you know kind of sees some academic aspects about it and they kind of come out with what you think is purely academic, but team member B or C over here, you know, has an insight that nobody else would have even thought about. Wow. And everybody goes, wow, ooh, yeah, yeah. And you know what? When you come up with that, you may have to ask some questions that what are, where are those lines drawn? What should we not cross? What do we have to be on the lookout for? Doesn't mean that it's bad, but that might take you to a satisfactory level that nobody ever imagined. And let's face it, every single person on planet earth is just a little bit different mm-hmm. <laughs> you know kind of thing and that means everybody on your team is slightly different but you know what they can all bring value in a way that brings diverse thoughts sometimes but it's not controlling something and it's not playing control free games but it's bringing uh um you know, kind of real successful solutions to where your team is in a way that it unifies and makes the team synergistic without trying to pull everybody over into this one kind of direction and everything. And and so that's just a, uh, an interesting point that I was going to bring that just this aspect of the, the diversity and the unity, they're not completely separate. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Are you going to, you know, make it Either one of them can be taken to a negative point, you know, kind of thing. But I do not want to do that. And as a leader, how are you going to lead the success to have the people that maybe have slightly different thoughts about it that could be overwhelmingly successful, you know, kind of thing, uh, and and bring that in a way where everybody grows as a team and um, and they get – you to where your team's looking to achieve and so it's just sort of interesting that when you talk about those two words it's not like they're in direct conflict of each other all the time it doesn't mean that they're you know fighting each other but if you understand the truth of it and also somehow that when the limitations have to kind of be there a little bit um how are you going to lead your team in such a way that those people that have dramatic, successful insights Mm -hmm. that make the rest of the team go, wow, didn't think of that, wow, you know, kind of thing. And, um, you know, when you you do that, 
uh, some dramatic things can happen. And sometimes if you're on a trip for the company and your team, you know, orients that, how are they going to perform and perhaps bring some of those two aligned in a way where they can be successful, even if you're not immediately there? And so these are just a lot of aspects about this. So I, I just uh, had the thought on those two words that, uh, you know, they're not in direct conflict with each other, but they can be if people aren't aware of, if they're not bringing the unity and synergy of the team as part of it also with where the vision you're trying to achieve is, um, you know, it, it's uh, two things that a lot of times people kind of separate and uh, consider them as totally separate. Not necessarily. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. By the way, don't forget the lines are open 631-307-4010. And we're here talking to uh, Randy Swain today. And again, Coaching for Relevance is the website. Let's continue. So is there more that you want to add to the whole unity um, and diversity conversation before we uh, move on? Uh, I would say that uh, when you think about the concept of unity and synergy, if all you do is you think of that in terms of a rote academic mindset, mm -hmm. you may not have a picture of it because people can sort of do the same things without feeling that real degree of synergy in their hearts, in their inside them, you know, kind of thing. And, and that's kind of what makes dramatic things really happen. And so even if you're bringing a degree of diversity to it, if I, like if I uh, came to you, Jill, and said, you know what, we got to do this because this is this. And you know what, this is what I see. And da -da -da, we got to do this. You get, you better do this. You know, I'm not connecting with you in a synergistic, unified way. But if if you can in, inter, uh, act with somebody in such a way mm -hmm. that you draw a short picture of my thoughts on it. Yeah. That makes them go, you know, boy, I hadn't thought about that. That's that's a good point. And they bring up some questions based on their thinking about what you said that make you go, oh, yeah, you know what? That's uh -huh. a good point. Mm -hmm. And you come together as a team and say, let's apply that, but let's make sure we yeah. know how we're going to apply that. And that's that's huge. But this it, it's really something that when you look at the concept of diversity, versus unity and things of that nature you know a lot of people today can get that totally backwards can you know can can uh, interject those in a way that is very competitive mm -hmm. and uh, and conflicting when it doesn't have to be they they can be very aligned uh, uh, but are you as a leader are you really bringing that are you really allowing some of those conversations sometimes uh, and are you aware of when it is starting to go off on a tangent, basically, that's not good in either direction, whether it's talking about, well, we can't do that because we're just going to do it this way, da, 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 kind of thing. You can be overly crazy with the unity without really looking at how we really develop and experience that unity and synergy or the other one, too. So it is something that a lot of people, when you're talking about leading your teams, to what extent are you doing that? Or mm -hmm. to what extent do you need to improve doing that? And uh, and what, what are some of the evidences that you see that make it like, oh my goodness, wow, yeah. <laughs> I gotta I gotta sit down and think about this sometime. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And and but that's true when you're talking about being a leader, 
that insight and that vision is is key and and uh you know are you just dragging either of those groups over to one side or are you really bringing them together in a way that says yeah let's make this work and so it's just a it, it's a key point and like I say those are two words that can be kind of completely separate and in people's vision of it and everything but uh but they don't have to be because you can still bring different people together in true synergy and as a leader to anybody that's listening to what extent are you truly building that synergy in your team because if all you do is shut somebody's talking off now if they're playing control freak games in either role yeah that can be bad you need to address that but if they're just bringing some thoughts and uh and all that you know to what extent are you really building that trust and the synergy and the unity in your team and guess what if you have say 10 people on your team guess what each one's a little bit different mm -hmm. there are times when this person may boy see a miraculous solution to it that nobody else did and there may be times where this person over here does and stuff like that so so are you really bringing that together when you talk about this aspect of diversity and thinking diversity in background diversity in race and something and uh, all that um uh uh you know not that that should come in as Never a problem coming in hold on one second okay hi welcome okay. to the show you are live on the line with our coaching for relevance uh randy swam and we are here live who's this can you hear me yeah hi this is uh jacob Hey. From Minnesota. Hey, Jacob. Hi, Jacob. Hey, how are you? Good, good. Uh, good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, uh, hang on one second. Just want to get a quiet place. No um, so yeah. So, so uh, I might create a positive work environment, but I have someone in the office that tends to be very negative all the time. So, how can I get around that? You know, that's a good point, and 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 in some uh, in some way, that's kind of a of dovetail out of kind of what we were talking about today but uh, if you have somebody that's constantly speaking negative there's a few uh, there's a few senses a few reasons why they might be one may be a lot of their background and they've got something in their journey that's still affecting them mentally when it doesn't need to be or it could be they just think that's the way they're supposed to do it and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the first thing, the first thing to do as a leader is to have some real conversations with them and get a real sense of what's driving that for them. Um, because if it turns out to be control freak arrogance, okay, that you need to kind of confront and 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 sort of back that part of it down. But in doing so, you can also do it in a way where is that because you were. Um, you know, uh, disappointed because the team wasn't doing it the way you wanted it to be done or whatever and have some conversations on that. And if it's so, you can kind of talk with them and, uh, and and let them know what did you think was right about that? What's the downside of that? What's the risk of right. that? And, 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 and have some of those conversations. And sometimes if you can do that and you can help them get a sense of Oh wow, yeah. You know what? I didn't think about that part of it. I see what you mean. You know, and and they can ad adapt how they go about doing it, perhaps. And uh, and some of it, like like you, you know, sort of implied there a little bit. Some of it, if you get somebody who's just speaking bad about the team, or you know, you know, 
being negative on everything all the time. Some of the thing you got to uh, get in there is uh, say, what's the effect on the team mm-hmm. that you, that you're doing this? And we can't do that. Yeah. So if you. some issue and, and one of the things you can do, one of the questions you can ask on somebody like that, if they come up with the, if you're if you're very aware of a certain circumstance that caused them to act that way. Then what you can do is have a conversation where you talk about that circumstance and you ask them questions like, how are you going to do that differently next time? And, right, and what's, right. you know, and, and, and get them thinking about that because it may be they're just in an old school control freak manager's, you know, mindset, you know, which is not where you really want to be. But when you're talking about being a leader, it's a great question that you asked. And uh, but when you're talking about being a leader, sometimes you got to just have those real conversations. And and very and and usually it's not something where you're kind of, you know, beating them in the <laughs> in the face or anything like that. But just having those very realistic conversations with them. And now, if you have some of those conversations and they still show they don't want to change, they want to play control free games, then you may have to kind of talk to them and 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 address some stuff there are some people that sometimes you got to lay them off you know kind of thing if they're not going to be part of your team because they don't have to think exactly like everybody else that's that sort of diversity thing but still doing it in a way that is unified and synergistic with the team and those it sounds like based on what you said it sounds like those are some of the conversations that need to be had before any real decisions are made up because it may be that once they gain some insights on that as to how they can interact differently when those things come up and they do that all of a sudden there you go you got somebody that is uh, uh, actually going to be more positive going forward on your team and the other part of it is they may have a conversation with somebody about the effective way that you interacted with them you know kind of thing and people go wow that's good you know kind of thing and so uh, but but having some of those conversations, I think, are uh, the, the first point in that. And then if you come up with a point where, you know, this person just should not be here under any circumstances sure. kind of thing. Okay, there are some times you may have to lay somebody off. But you, what you want to do is make sure right. that you're very ethical with how you do that and when you do that. I got you. Okay. All right. Thank you for the All call. Right. We well, appreciate, appreciate it. Uh, yeah. All right, appreciate it. Out. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. All right. Hold on. We'll see you in a sec. All right. Also, uh, we got uh, someone emailed in, Melissa. Um, um, how can you manage diversity? Well, we only got uh, two minutes for that one. <laughs> well, I'll, well, I'll say it very quickly because it's a good question. But you know what? When you're talking about managing diversity, uh, again, the big thing that I would say on that is what I said in the in the show here, that being aware of where the line is, where if that if it crosses that line, our our team falls apart. Versus, are we are we doing the diversity in such a way where we're not crossing that line? Mm-hmm. And as a leader, you have to have a degree of clarity on that within your team. Where is it bringing the value? Where is it bringing some unseen uh, possibilities? And uh, and when is it actually crossing that line? And uh, and that's that's what I would say is the in, in terms of uh, leading and managing the the uh, uh, that the you know are you aware of when it's crossing a line and putting a negative impact on your company and on your organization and 
you know, sometimes having a conversation with them where, you know, we're a team. Each yeah. of us brings different skills. Each of us brings different visions and awareness. Uh, here's the vision where we're going as a team. How does that click in in a positive way? And getting people to get a sense of what that really looks like. And for you, being aware of when it is actually crossing a line as opposed to just something road academic. And that's that's uh, 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 the first insight for two minutes that I would uh, uh, that I would share with her. Good question. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here, for joining us. Uh, please remind us how we can reach you. Okay. It's uh, Randy Swain. Um, uh, my, uh, you can see back here my uh, uh, website is coachingforrelevance.com. It's uh, coachingforrelevance.com. And uh, you can go on there and on the website, uh, on the homepage at the bottom, there's uh, my cell phone and my email. And if somebody wants to reach out and have a conversation, we can do that. As I've shared with you, Jill, before, uh, I don't make big sales calls. I mean, if you it turns out that you have a need, yeah, we'll come up with something and we'll, we'll do it. But uh, uh, if somebody just wants to have a conversation, uh, feel free. Thank you. We appreciate it. And by the way, uh, how was your Thanksgiving? I didn't get to ask. It was very uneventful and it was needed this year. It was Aww. very, uh, very good and very peaceful. Aww. And so got a chance to talk with and, and communicate with uh, uh, my uh, uh, great grandkids. And that was kind of uh, awesome. Awesome. But, yeah, well, it was you. good. Good. Pleasure to have you back. Always good to see you. And thank you for our callers, our people inquiring today. And we'll talk soon. Have a good day. Bye. Sounds good, Jill. Take care. Thank we'll you. see you next time. Bye. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council.